on this episode of the Film Optics Podcast. It looks like Jonathan Majors has officially joined the Marvel Cinematic Universe as King the Conqueror. We also have Wonder Woman is being pushed back to Christmas time. So let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we bring you the headline hot takes of entertainment news. I'm your host, Christian, and today, as always, each and every single week, we are here to talk about the world of film, video games, TV, pop culture-related goodness, and all that good stuff, Uh, but mainly uh, film and TV today. We're going to be splitting our gaming stuff up into a uh, different podcast, which I'll, I'll talk about later on, but... As always, I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. Have you secured yourself a PlayStation 5? It's just the 24-hour period of, of pre-orders. What is, what is happening? Why is everything coming out for pre-order? Yeah, and the graphics card, the RTX graphics cards from NVIDIA as well, which the bots just, you know, took Snatched. over. Snatched them up. Was- and, uh, and on a smaller scale... <clears throat> <clears throat> they announced the Oculus Quest 2. Oh. When I'm pre order. You're Oh, there we go. Oh, got it out. <laughs> there we go. He was like, the Oculus Quest 2. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's happening. I had to pre order that yesterday. Oh, really? How, how much is that going for? 300 They Ooh. lowered the price. Did they really? That's not bad at all. I like that. Maybe I'll get VR for my PlayStation. Maybe not. I don't know. But, yeah, it seems that everything just decides to come out today, you know. It's just, uh, it's 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 a mess, man. It's it's terrible stuff. But I got my PS5. <laughs> Never no, thought uh, I would think. No 3080 in sight for me. Uh, for, or anybody. Yeah, or anyone, honestly. Yeah, because I don't think I'm, I'm definitely going to hold off on that for now. But if it wasn't, shout out to my friend Zach Pope. By the way, uh, check out his uh, YouTube channel. He does some um, has some amazing content over there. Um, he actually reached out. He has a uh, buddy who works out in uh, California at a GameStop, and he had messaged me. He's like, "Yo, he's like GameStop literally just opened up pre-orders." He was like, "Get your ass to the store." <laughs> I ran out that door so fast. <laughs> oh, you did it in store. Interesting. Yeah, in store. Who, who would have thought? Going to a store, as much crap as GameStop gets, they are still useful. Like because if if even if I would have waited, there's no way I would have gotten one. Well, at least the first wave because they said they are going to be making more, which I assumed. But I mean, I'm a day one person, so. But yeah, shout out to Zach Pope. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Literally, if it was not for your help, I would not have been able to pre-order my PlayStation 5. So thank you again. I'm going to give an- give him another shout out when uh, <laughs> we do our gaming podcast. But let's get to the news, Devin. But actually, before we begin today's uh, podcast, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and... We're on Apple Music, baby! Ooh. In MySpace. I'm sorry, not Apple Music. Amazon Music. <laughs> We're on and Facebook. MySpace. And In MySpace and Google+. 
But yes, we are on Amazon Music as of yesterday. So that's a lot of fun. Um, I believe we also signed up for, I think Audible is doing like their own little podcast thing as well. So that'll be pretty cool. So yes, one more step closer to Sirius XM Radio. We're going to get there, Devin, one day, hopefully. But you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. So as I said before, we're not doing any video game news today. We're going to do a separate podcast for that. We have some amazing special guests coming on to the show uh, that we'll, we will be recording on Sunday. Probably piping that out on a um, on that Monday. So uh, it's only going to be comic book news and just you know just film and TV news today. But uh, you want to take this first bit of comic book news, Devin? Doom Patrol Ooh. season three confirmed. Confirmed. Very excited. <clears throat> Did you finish season two yet? I have not started it yet. Oh, it's very, very good. And, and honestly, I feel like I liked season one, but I do feel like it was a bit too long. I guess I'm just more conditioned to, you know, having shows be around 10, maybe 11 episodes. But I think Doom Patrol season one is like 15, 15. Yeah. And they're all like an hour long. So it definitely feels like. A little bit longer, but uh, season two, I believe the first nine episodes are up on HBO Max, and I believe the season finale will quote unquote cap off, will start off season three. So that news was dropped during uh, DC Fandom a few, was it last weekend? I think it was last weekend. I believe so. I'm like getting all my days mixed up. Anyway, um, yeah, so you excited for that? Yeah, once I finally get through season two, just so many shows to watch right now. So there really is, yes, yes, and we we have we have Monsterland to watch as well. I, I um, just got caught up in in uh, Lo- in Lovecraft Country today. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, season uh, oh episode six is coming out this weekend. So yeah, yeah. I can finally. Well, I think actually HBO Max emailed me with episode six, but I think I'm just gonna watch it with the rest of the world from here on out because I've already seen episodes one through five but i'm very excited for that and really quick raised by wolves if anyone out there hasn't checked it out if you're a big sci-fi person it's amazing and it actually just got picked up for a second season so that's pretty cool it's on the list it is it's it's good stuff well see you gotta watch raised by wolves and i gotta watch euphoria yeah yeah so there we go what this next this uh this next bit of news here uh also from dc fandom uh, we have Young Justice, the DC animated series, gets a new title for season four, and I believe it is called Justice League Phantoms. I'm very, very excited for this. I've always liked the show. Season three was a bit rocky. It was all right, but uh, I mean, I'm I'm still here for it. I I think I actually have the first two episodes or first two seasons on Blu-ray, and this is one of the shows that will be moving moving over to HBO Max. I don't think that seasons one through three are on HBO Max as of right now, but I believe they are, will be coming very, very soon. So wanted to give uh, Young Justice a little shout out for that. But Devin, we got some, some disturbing news. It's not, it's not Wonder Woman, 1984. I, I don't think she's feeling very wonderful right now. She got pushed back another release date. A classic Christmas movie for years to come. 
<laughs> you know, gather around the, the fire with your family and watch Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. And Dune. Every Christmas. <laughs> and Dune apparently still is keeping that December release date. So, yeah. Wonder Woman it, it's 1984. Like, it's like how Shazam was a Christmas movie, but they released it during summer. And now they're releasing this on but Christmas. But it's a summer movie. It's just not Christmas. a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. Warner Brothers needs to... Uh, Give them the program here a little bit. Maybe, I don't know, they just can't tell the difference t- between the seasons anymore. Because we're in quarantine. This is like the sixth time that Wonder Woman 1984 has been pushed back. But, yes, it's supposed to come out on Christmas. Um, I'm all for going to the movies on Christmas. Uh, so I might maybe check it out. You know, it'll be a lot there of There won't be any good theaters to go to in Ohio or in, in our area. Uh, well, okay. That's well, listen, there, there's the arc light over by uh, Orange. I have to That's show not you. AMC. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we yeah. got parents, right? They'll pay for us, right? Yeah. I mean, we I mean, are, we're grown men. We are, mm-hmm. but like, we've been working hard, right? <laughs> it's like, hey, you might know just what? have to boof it up in the Solon Theater. Yeah, probably. Ugh. Man, unless we go to the one out in Cleveland, but it's slightly better, but not much. Mm, I don't know about that. Then Wonder Woman, you might have to wait until the Blu-ray release. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll probably go see it. Um, but yes, uh, also rumored really quick for this next bit of comic book news: uh, Black Widow is rumored to uh, be preparing for an international release. International release. Uh, the release date for Black Widow right now is still unknown. So, you know, obviously with COVID and everything. But do you think it's going to get moved, Devin? Or do you think they're going to stick it to the guns? Or do you think they're going to move it to Disney Plus? It, it's going to get moved. They saw how how little money Tenet made, and they were like, "Yeah, let's let's wait." Well, they also saw how much money Mulan made. Yeah. <laughs> So they have some decisions to make there. I mean, if it comes on Disney Plus, we're dropping thirty. That's easy. <laughs> oh, we're dropping thirty on Black Widow. Yeah, that's, but, that's Ma- easy. but not Mulan. Yeah, actually, you're right. You're right. We get the whole fam involved. I mean, we share our account with half of our family anyway, so <laughs> it is what it is. But I'll let you take this next one, Devin. I know I've been going off the rocks here a little bit. Chris Hemsworth, the the god of thunder himself, has confirmed that he will not leave the MCU after Thor Love and Thunder. And he is quoted in saying, it is definitely not a film that I say goodbye to this brand. At least I hope so. (laughs) You're safe, Chris. Don't worry. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. I mean, I don't know what other other movies he's been making besides Extraction. Tyler Rake. Oh, what what else was he in? Men in Black. That's what it was. Yeah, he wasn't like terrible, but I mean, like I'm glad to keep him in, you know, as Thor. But I do want, I would like to see him in other, like or better roles, if that makes any sense. Because all I know is Taika saved his MCU career. So yeah, he's 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 still rolling. So I mean, I, I I feel like even like Marvel feels like yeah, we kind of screwed the pooch with Thor, especially with the first two movies. So it's like, you know, after his Thor Ragnarok and him being super popular after that, especially, you know, with Endgame and whatnot, I feel like I feel like we can get at least like another movie out of him. And, you know, maybe he can do like some nice little 
uh, cameo appearances or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, we, we just we just got him, so I'm not yeah, going to the first two yeah. movies. He's only had a few movies. Yeah, so I, I feel like they're. I wouldn't necessarily. I guess you could kind of say it's a do over, but not really. But we'll just have to wait and see. But you know, both uh, both very excited that Chris Hemsworth is uh, not going anywhere. Speaking of excitement, oh boy, uh, we got Jonathan Majors joins the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Land. So they scooped him right up. Really, they really did. They he he's he's in a major role in the next Ant Man movie as Kang of the Conqueror. <clears throat> I don't know how that's gonna fit with Ant Man, but he seems to be the key to all of this. <laughs> I, like- I have a feeling it's gonna be like in the first Avengers, how Thanos was the end credit scene. I think it's just gonna be like that. He's gonna oh. be the next major villain, next overarching. Yes. Mm, instead of Galactus, I can't actually. I kind of like that. I feel like he could be, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. And of course, you know, he is now making his run um, on Lovecraft Country, um, the HBO hit series. So if you haven't checked that out, we very, very much, highly, highly recommend it because it is, it's amazing. And I, I feel like this is only the start. We got episode six coming out this this Sunday, so that will be a treat to watch but it's also um, very interesting casting in general because uh kang the conqueror is actually known to be a descendant of reed richards so uh we might be getting an african-american reed richards Ooh, maybe get the get the casting going that would that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm really interested to see how. Like, I mean, th- this could tie into the fa- uh, Fantastic Four for sure. Yeah, so. that's, that's what everyone's thinking. That's that's how they're gonna bring <laughs> those four. I don't know how else they, they would do it, but I mean, if if they do, I'm I'm all ears. Like 100. Still haven't seen the last one. Can't do it. <laughs> wow, the um, fan what? four stick. That's right. Ugh, I haven't seen it. Isn't it on Disney Plus? Uh, either that or HBO Uh, I think it is on HBO I don't know who cares we're not going to watch it so anyway (laughs) we got some uh, James Gunn and Kevin Feige news you want to take this one away yeah it looks like James Gunn um, had Kevin Feige visit him on the set of Suicide Squad and and it upset a a large portion of very dumb people on Twitter (laughs) fandoms yeah, just the DC fandom looked rough. It was not a good look. They were just they were upset at this apparently because they think <laughs> that Marvel steals from DC or something. It's it's all very dumb. This is literally like the console war mentality all over again, just with comic books. It's like it, it people are like so tribal and like when it comes to like these properties and it's not even just that it's just they're they're also just wrong yeah marvel is not taking ideas from from dc directly to their movies like literally clearly both of these companies are going down totally different paths and it's like if you don't see that by now i don't really like it's it i feel like everyone's like oh you know like suicide squad is like fun and wacky just like gardens of the galaxy so that somehow correlates to you know, DC stealing from Marvel or like vice versa. Like, I mean, this is Hollywood. A lot of these people are friends. Like, they, who cares who they work for? Like, that, that doesn't. 
<laughs> that doesn't determine who they, who they, who they, yeah, I cannot talk today, who they can hang out with. It's just, uh, I'm getting all flustered just thinking about it. So <laughs> let's uh, move on to our next bit of news. Actually, Devin, we had a little bit of breaking news that you kind of broke right before the podcast. We have a, we have a She-Hulk, Devin. An Allison Brie type. An Allison Brie type that isn't Allison Brie. <laughs> But yes, we have a Shulk, a She-Hulk. Disney Plus series cast Tatiana uh, Masley. Uh, Mas- Ugh, I cannot. Wow, I really can't talk today. Maslani. Yes, I think. I've, I've never heard of this person, but neither uh, have I. Everyone on Twitter seems to be excited. They they've seen her in some shows in the past, and she seems she, to be she a looks, strong actress. Yeah, she looks. I think, is she in that HBO show that I keep seeing? Maybe. I don't know. But she looks very familiar. I've seen her I know her the main somewhere. thing she was in is Orphan Black, which I've never seen. Mm. She's in per- Perry Mason. That's the HBO show she's in currently. That's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, I've definitely seen her somewhere. But yeah, congratulations, Tatiana, on becoming She-Hulk. So that'll be a lot of fun. Good stuff. It's it's glad to hear a lot of stuff from Marvel. You know, we, we actually have a lot of Marvel news today, if if not all of our comic book news. Yeah, I think it's interesting <laughs> how they choose to release their news sometimes because they released the Kang news pretty abruptly after, I don't know if you saw the Chris Evans leak. but uh, Okay, I heard about Chris, Chris <laughs> Evans leak, but I did not seek out the leak. <laughs> I, I may have done a quick search just to see what uh, all the hype curious. was about. I see. Yeah. And good, I, good for I him. That's it. all I'll say. Good for him. <laughs> but like I love it how he spent he like spun around as like, yeah, go vote. <laughs> yeah, might as well. <laughs> He's like, yeah, uh definitely, definitely go vote because it's important and change is important. So <laughs> oh man. Alright. So we have Another piece. Actually, what was this? Uh, oh no, no. Uh, the so we had the rumored Miss Marvel frontrunner uh, response to uh, the MCU casting. So we have a, a likely candidate for uh, Miss Marvel for the uh, Miss Marvel DC, uh, not the DC Plus show. Wow, Disney Plus show. The Marvel rumored frontrunner for the role of Miss. Marvel, I cannot pronounce that last name. I can try Geraldine, yeah, Geraldine V. I'm just gonna because that's what her last name starts with. So, Geraldine responds. Geraldine Viswanathan. That's my Viswanathan. Oh, there you go. I like that. I like that a lot. So yes, as we know already, uh, Kamala Khan has already kind of made her debut into the uh, Marvel spotlight with. Um, the Marvel's Avengers game. So that's pretty cool. Um, she's essentially the main character in that game. I haven't really started it. Um, it's because I won't get into it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so uh, fans were, thr- uh, were thrilled to hear that Kamala Khan, uh, Marvel's first Muslim character, uh, will be making a way into the MCU via the new Disney Plus series. So she, um, G- Geraldine, she kind of makes a little... Bit of a comment about it. Where was it? She said, oh, God, it's so flattering. And she's my favorite superhero by far. So it's really cool. But I have low expectations. 
whatever will be will be and they'll find the perfect miss marvel and i'm really excited to see it so she seems pretty much on board if you know she gets the call she's got the look i mean just picture they have up here that's yeah pretty spot on it's like spot on yeah absolutely she was great in blockers that's all i I think that's all i've seen her in but oh man she was really good in that i guess she's in uh bad education as well i hear that is that a movie or is that a show i can't remember i think it's a show i hear it's very good but we got enough shows to watch so anyway you want to stop stop making shows we have enough we really do (laughs) we 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 have between that and man I mean, PlayStation 5's coming out. I'm gaming on that. This is so much to do. So much to do. Anyway, uh, do you want to take this next uh, bit of, I guess it's rumored news. Olivia Wilde may have accidentally confirmed that Kevin Feige is involved in her Spider-Woman movie. Shocker. <laughs> but <laughs> Like he's involved in, in their other Spider-Man properties. Yeah. Which so, is good uh, <laughs> because they would be ass without it. Yeah. More than likely. <laughs> I mean, based on the past couple of entries, yeah. I mean, Venom Two is, ugh, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. And Morbius, I'm just not. Mm, I can't say I'm excited for them. I mean, will I watch them? Yeah, I'm gonna watch them. But man, sometimes, man, sometimes. But yes, as we know, uh, Olivia Wilde is directing a Marvel movie for Sony, and it. All signs indicate that it is to be Spider-Woman, even though it could be Silk or Spider-Gwen as well. So let's not rule those uh, heroes out as well. But it looks like, you know, everything that's been happening with Sony and Marvel, (laughs) this never seems to end. But uh, she quotes through Entertainment Weekly by saying, all I can say is that this is by far the most... Well, this is by, from Olivia Wilde. All I can say uh, is this is by far the most exciting thing that has happened to me because not only do I get to tell a story that dot, 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 listen, um, that listened to me trying to avoid uh, Kevin Feige's pellet gun, uh, Wilde said in a interview at Entertainment Weekly. So I guess there, I guess there is more of a, uh, a full quote but I won't get into that too much. But I, I think it's safe to say, you know, we're, we're both very excited for this and very, uh, hope, hopefully we get to see it soon. Do you think it'll release on VOD or wait? Actually, no, Sony already said that they're not releasing any other movies. It also so, hasn't even started yet. That is very true. I will lose my mind if Haley Williams is like, if, if, if it's Spider Glenn and, and if it's Haley Williams, I will lose my mind. Like 100%. The singer? Yeah. I mean, not Haley Williams. Sorry, Haley Seinfeld. Wow. Oh, I was going to say. Told you, man. I'm losing my marbles. I'm losing my marbles today. Yeah, she can be uh, Kate Bishop and Spider Spider Gwen. Sure, why not? I don't see why. I mean, the the universes aren't connected, so. (laughs) I mean, like, they are, but they aren't. So it's like anything can happen. I don't see why not. Any hooser, man. Uh, going back to a little bit of She-Hulk, Shulk news. Uh, She-Hulk is set uh, to, uh, for production in early 2021. So, yeah. Um, also, really quick, I noticed we actually didn't put this in here. But if you saw the new Disney Plus um, fall montage, we're getting 
Drum roll, please. WandaVision. This year. This, this year. Thank, thank the Lord. We and some really Mando. need it. We got, we got, we, we, we can watch Disney Plus again, Devin. We can dust it off. Yeah, it's well, been a while. <laughs> well, actually, I kind of re already re undusted it because my mom wanted to watch Hamilton. So, <laughs> I mean, like, I've watched everything on there that I can as of this point. You know, I've gone through all the, you know, nostalgic trips and all that, that jazz. Minus, I do want to watch uh, Spider Man, the 90s Spider Man. Haven't got around to that yet, but, or will at some point. <laughs> But, oh, man. Um, and also, really quick, another bit of She-Hulk news. Uh, we also have a director for She-Hulk. So it's definitely coming together here. We have um, uh, Kat Coiro. Uh, Coiro? Coiro. Yeah. So she is set to direct uh, the She-Hulk series. She was apparently... Um, apparently a writer from Rick and Morty, uh, Jessica Gao, will also be um, t- tapping into the writer's room as well. Um, I guess uh, Koro's next film, Marry Me, um, is coming out Valentine's Day 2021 as well. And that will star like Jennifer Lopez, o- Owen Wilson, uh, Sarah Silverman. And apparently she's worked on, she's directed a lot of TV shows, uh, Netflix shows. Uh, Netflix is Dead to Me. She's done Showtime Shameless. It's always f- uh, sunny in Philadelphia through FX, so that's always a good a good uh, sign there. Modern Family and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That is quite the resume. Yeah. And apparently most- this is going to be a comedic show, apparently, like through and through. Yeah. I, th- I think so. So congratulations, cats. We are here for you. We are we we have you we have we have you have our excuse me. You have our full support. Man. <laughs> it's gonna be like a pitch editing this thing. I might just leave half of it in, but uh, I've been stuttering all day, man. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, you wanna take this last bit of uh superhero news we got here. The boys. The boys. Eric Kripke, the uh showrunner, I believe, for the boys has responded to fans who have review-bombed the show because of episodes being released not all at once, and he has said that this is not an Amazon money grab. We wanted this, it was a creative choice, so they may not like it, but they have to at least respect that and suck it. <laughs> I, I added the last part, but oh, it's man. very You true. could have just left that in there, but no. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Eric said, suck it. But yeah, I'm, sure, we, uh... I'm sure that's how he feels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we we definitely touched on this already, but um, it's nice to hear it from you know the actors themselves. So <laughs> this people just it's it, it's 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 just ridiculous. I mean, like I get it, but not really. I mean, it's not like it's being pushed back or anything. So just you know, think count count your stars that we're actually getting more content now. Because I was afraid that this fall was going to be pretty dry. But that is pretty much all of the comic book news we have. We're going to head on over to the new normal here really quick. Uh, starting off, this kind of like a blended, you know, tr- nice little transitional story piece. Black Widow. Eyes a new release date. And it looks like Soul may move to Disney+. Plus. So mainly Soul. Are we uh, dropping 30 on Soul? 
maybe. It looks really good. It does look good. It does. Yeah. But will they even make it 30? I don't know. <sighs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> what if like animated movies are more? <laughs> Live action, 30 bucks. Animated, 50. <laughs> Why? Because we said so. Why not? But yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I just said, why not? Yeah. I mean, it's still scheduled to release in uh, on November 20th. Soul is. So we'll just have to keep our ears to the ground for that one. But of course, you know, we have, well, Candyman got pushed back to next year. No Time to Die is supposed to come out November 20th as well. This is some crazy stuff, man. I, I just feel like these movies are never coming out. Like, Never. But it looks like uh, Disney did decline to comment on the report. So looks like, again, you know, they're still trying to figure things out on their end. So anyway, you want to take this next bit of news? Yes, our boy Taika. <laughs> he has a new period comedy titled Our Flag Means Death. It's going to be coming out on HBO Max. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. That's a, a series, not a movie. It's interesting. Mm. Let's see. A serious yeah. concept like this jumps off the page, and you can instantly envision every moment, says the head of originals at HBO Max. Sounds exciting. Sarah Aubrey. <laughs> yeah, it does sound pretty exciting. Uh, an episode count for the period uh, comedy has not been determined yet, so... Uh, in addition to the helming plot, Latiti uh, will ex- uh, produce, will be an exec producer um, alongside the series. And I guess we should mention the series is based around a pampered aristocrat who abandons his life t- of privilege to become a pirate. Interesting. Yes. I'm actually very, very I, I, Hopefully, Taika will be this pirate. Yeah. It's, it's going to be good stuff. I mean, you know, with H, you know we. With, HBO Max has been pumping out a lot of stuff. I and mean, we got Our Flags Mean Death. You got Tokyo Vice, Doom Patrol, Love Life, Raised by Wolves, The Flight Attendant, Search Party. It's all there. It's, it's, it's a great service, regardless of no 4K streaming. Like, it's like the last thing that I even care about. But I just care about the content more. But we have a, another bit. A uh, bit of news here. It looks like we have Regina King, Lakeith Stanfield, Zazie Beats, and uh, Delroy Lindo join Jay Z's Netflix movie. Um, if this Collider article ever wants to pull up, I'll be able to tell you more about it. Are you able to pull it up? Pull it up, Devin. It took a while, but I'm here. <laughs> it's taking me a while too. You want to take this one then? Uh, yeah, director James Samuel and producer Jay-Z are lining up an all-star cast of top black talent for their upcoming Netflix movie, The Harder They Fall. It really is looking pretty stacked here. It is. Yeah, still not popping up for me. <laughs> still loading. <laughs> but yeah, it's very, very excited for that. Uh, do we have a release date on that or no? It also says it's, um, it's starring Jonathan Majors and Idris Elba. Whew, that is a stacked cast. I mean, wow. it doesn't doesn't get much more stacked yeah jay-z's netflix movie huh hmm i guess anything can happen i didn't really peg him as a uh a film lover but maybe he is i don't know 
All right, here. Um, so, Devin, I did some digging for this next story. And what I mean by digging, it just randomly popped up on Reddit for me. Uh, it looks like the Roku founder has revealed why HBO Max and Peacock are not available on their streaming device. So it looks like <clears throat> Roku is standing firm when it comes to negotiations. <laughs> uh, Roku, so it looks like Roku's standard terms for partner channels include a 20% of the subscription fees and 30% of ad inventory, which has driven away, driven away Peacock and is currently uh, airing um, as it is currently airing fewer than five minutes of ad per hour. Meanwhile, over at Warner Media, has uh, been looking to retire the HBO service now sold through Roku to promote HBO Max, which uh, Roku has turned down. Um, they don't like that, and apparently, there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of a quote here. Our platform is to. Um, open these services on very reasonable terms, the Roku founder, uh, CEO, Anthony Wood, told Variety. And adding that Roku openly shares its standard distribution agreement for the content suppliers and the terms of that agreement haven't changed over the years. So Roku is coming from uh, a, a high ground when it comes to negotiations ending the year with its 52 million users and about 40% penetration of all U.S. broadband households. So that is a lot to take in. And I know those bunch of numbers, a bunch of quotes, and a bunch of stuff that people didn't understand. But, Devin, what do you make of this? I'm guessing it's the same for Fire TV. Similar yeah. reasoning. It's definitely mm. annoying. Uh, I think they should just figure it out. Both, <laughs> both sides. Yeah, I agree because as of right now, the best the best place to watch HBO Max, in my opinion, isn't Apple TV. Now, I know they're expensive, but they're definitely worth that dollar price because you get everything. And any, I mean, any app that comes out nine times out of ten, actually, I would even say ten out of ten, it always comes to Apple TV. But another way the Second best way, I guess, to watch HBO Max would be through Samsung TVs, smart TVs, because that's how you watch it, right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So those would be the 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 two best ways between Samsung TVs and then the Apple TV streaming device. But um, video game consoles also have. HBO Max on them as well between Xbox and PlayStation. RIP, not on the Switch. But I actually tried like firing up HBO Max on my PlayStation 4 just because I, I wanted to see how it, how it ran. It it didn't run at all, Devin. It couldn't even fire it up. And apparently that's an issue that's been going on. So, you know, I know, you know, I've, we're, we're deep in HBO Max's pockets here, but it doesn't mean that they don't you know, have their faults. It's all right. We'll still get paid. Might get a bit of a uh, pay cut this podcast, but that's okay. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, man, I got bills to pay. <laughs> but, um, you going to be paying, we... your, paying your debt to the candy man? Mm, I don't know. Should I? Universal <laughs> has moved candy man. 
to 2021, unfortunately. Mm. I was really looking forward to this one. I was too. Those, those trailers, so good. It did look very interesting. Um, you know, it, and it kind of sucks that, you know, it's not coming out for Halloween, you know, during the, the spooky season. Apparently, it's already started, according to people on Twitter, but that's all right. Um, yeah, I mean, not much else to say about this. Is this. I'm just desensitized every single time a movie gets, like, pushed back. So it's just like, you can't hurt me anymore. <laughs> now that, like, New Mutants is finally out. It's like you, you can't hurt me anymore. It is my, what it my is. walls are up. I'm I'm ready for for these delays. <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, just just another delay. It's whatever. At least we have video games, I guess. <laughs> but this next uh, bit of news here, we have Harry Styles has been cast in Olivia Wilde's "Don't Worry, Darling" as he replaces Shia LaBeouf. Who dropped out due to scheduling conflicts? I wonder what's quite the downgrade. Yeah, do you listen to Harry Styles at all? I actually uh, don't mind some of his songs, but I just mm. don't know if he's a good actor at all. I don't. He's been he was in Dunkirk for like a minute, but that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's British, right? Yeah, let's throw him in there. Give give people a reason to uh, watch Dunkirk. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. Um, I mean, I guess I could say this is a bit of a downgrade just because, I mean, it, it is pretty disappointing. I mean, we, we both love Shia LaBeouf. I mean, I'm sure Harry Styles, sure Harry, I'm sure Harry, wow, is great guy. Um, we'll just have to wait and see what he's uh, see what he's capable of, I guess. So, man. No oh pressure. Man. But, yeah, no pressure at all, Harry. No pressure. You're just but living up ever- to the to the god Shia. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But you want to take us home with our final This is our, our quickest, quickest little episode ever. I know, man. We're clocking in around like 38 minutes, so that's good. Netflix <laughs> has, has bought Malcolm and Mary for $30 million. This is the, uh, the very... Very uh, secretive, sneaky movie that was filmed during quarantine with Zendaya and John David Washington from the creator of Euphoria, Sam Levinson. Mm. And I know that that still was like leaked of it. It's like them on a couch making out. Like, yeah, this is gonna be <laughs> hot and heavy. Yeah, secretly two shot two and... of the hottest actors out there, literally and figuratively. Wow, really? Yeah. Mm. I could see that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, John David Washington has been getting a lot of buzz because of his performance in Tenet. A lot of people want to see him as Green Lantern. I am more on the uh, Jonathan Majors route for that, but that is totally fine. Um, I'm it's also totally f- wrong, but okay. Wow. What? No, How okay. do you look at John David Washington and not think that's Green Did Lantern? Did you not see Boss Log- Logic's picture of him? I think it was Boss Logic's picture. I, I, I just think I, I think he would make a good, I don't know. Because I just feel like everyone's, yeah, uh, well, also John Boyega as well. But I think... There's plenty of options. Yes. I wouldn't be mad at any of them getting it. But I'm rooting for Jonathan Majors. I don't know why. But apparently Malcolm and Marie uh, was secretly shot in June. And uh, this story is, is described as marriage story. With pandemic themes. Perfect Woo. for Netflix. 
Very, very perfect. Get the both both sides of the marriage story. The uh, the cookie and the cream, the vanilla and the chocolate. Be good stuff. I like a nice swirl. <laughs> but um, that actually does it for our new show today here on the Film Optics Podcast. Again, you can listen to this podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, not Anchor, sorry, Red Circle, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Amazon Music. And, of course, you can follow us on social media at Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. And um, I believe... This coming up Sunday, we are going to be uh, discussing everything that happened at the PlayStation 5 Showcase. And not only just the PlayStation 5 Showcase, we're going to be talking about uh, the future of next-gen between the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. And we have some amazing guests coming on the show. We got Jared Buckendall. We got Brett from BamTube TV. And we got Ren from Ren Geekness YouTube channel. And, of course... Devin and I will be there, too, because, you know, we're your hosts. So we're just going to nerd out and talk about everything video games. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, we're going to share our, our, our doubts, our frustrations, our, our, um, our wishful thinkings of, you know, come this coming up uh, generation. So it's, it's fast approaching, man. Got the Xbox coming out on the 10th of November, PlayStation 5, two days after. So and the, the real generation that came out today, the real the next Nintendo gen? Switch. No. <laughs> yes, the real generation that will outdo them all. The NVIDIA RTX 3080 graphics card. Honestly, dude, I might just have to settle for the 3070. That's still a very nice upgrade. Yeah, definitely better from the one that I have already. But yes, we will be... Uh, Keep a lookout for that. I believe we're going to pump that out on Monday. And also, coming up on the 24th is going to be our embargo review of Hulu's uh, latest, uh, the, the intro into their spooky season, I would say, Monsterland. So that is about eight episodes, more of like an anthology series, um, different stories each episode. Haven't really seen any connections thus far. I'm only on episode three, but I like it a lot. And Caitlin Devers in it, and Kelly Marie Tran. So, got lo- got that to look forward to. So yes, on the 24th, uh, we have Monsterland coming out. Uh, keep a lookout for our next generation. I don't even know what I'm going to call it. Our next generation podcast discussion. There you go. Uh, this coming up Monday on the 21st. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we will see you all in the next... Wait, almost forgot. Check out Music City um, (laughs) Drive-In, the podcast over there on the Music City uh, Drive-In website or the Drive-In Podcast Network. We got sports. We got commentaries. We got music for you. So, And, of course, we're there as well. So, yes, now I'm done talking. We'll see you guys later. I was was cocked and loaded, ready to go. (laughs) I know. Peace. (laughs) Thank you.